Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hello, compassionate caregivers. I am Katie Anderson, and together with Martha Tyler, we are the hosts of the Compassionate Caregiver Podcast. We believe the most profound impact we can have on the lives of children is by supporting, educating, and caring for the people who care for these children. And that is you. Today, Martha is not with us because this is a short baby episode with just me. Let's get started. Hello, old friends, new friends, and soon-to-be friends. I am Katie, and this is the Compassionate Caregiver Podcast. Today, we are starting a four-part series, so I think we'll see how it turns out, on promoting body autonomy. This is episode one, and we are going to talk about hugs. In an effort to encourage politeness in children, a lot of times adults force children to hug other adults that the children don't really know or don't feel comfortable with. I would like to discourage you from this practice that's pretty well ingrained in our society. You see it at Thanksgivings or any kind of holiday celebration you might have where people from out of town come in and the child hasn't seen that person in a long time, maybe doesn't remember grandma even, who knows, and feels slightly uncomfortable, doesn't really want to give a hug right away. And you might feel embarrassed as the caregiver, whether you're a nanny or the aunt, or you might even be the grandparent um, who isn't going to receive the hug right away. You might feel embarrassed as the parent. Guess what, though? It's that child's body, and it's okay. It's okay that they don't want to hug that person yet. So here are some ways you can navigate that kind of tricky situation and why it's important to allow the child to decide who is going to touch their body. Number one, promoting body autonomy is so important in this culture. We have a culture where children are repeatedly victimized by people. And part of that is because we as adults, not you specifically or me specifically, but adults in general, tend to believe that children don't have a say in what happens to their body. And that is not okay. We need to allow children to have a say in who touches their body, when, and how. We don't want children to internalize that they're not the boss of their body and they don't get to say no, or when they say no, their no is not respected. We need a culture of consent. And the fastest, easiest way to teach that is by allowing children to have a say in what happens to their body. So right now my idea is we're going to talk about these four areas around hugs, food, clothing, and allowing children to say no to things. Because in the early childhood world, there have been studies that show certain behaviors make children more vulnerable and at risk uh, for being sexually assaulted or um, having eating disorders, actually, which are two issues we would love to not have our children Um, be exposed to or have to grapple with, right? Because we love them. We're compassionate. So in regards to hugs, what you can do is when it's any kind of family celebration, a birthday, who knows, and 
an out-of-town guest or even somebody that the kid knows and loves doesn't want to give a hug to at that moment, you can say, it's okay. I know when you're ready or you feel comfortable, you'll go ahead. And you can talk to the adults in that child's life and tell them ahead of time, hey, this is how we handle hugs. We really love Neva. We want her to have body autonomy and we want her to feel good about her own body and how it's touched. So we just don't force her to hug anybody. It doesn't mean that she doesn't like you. She's just a little bit um, of a waiter. She wants to wait and see, or maybe she's not even that physically affectionate and that's okay too. You can tell people that later. I wouldn't say it in front of the child. You can say, oh, we, it's okay, Neva. You, you can give a hug or high five when you're ready, or you could just wave. That's fine too. That's something that we do as teachers too. A lot of times parents want their child to um, hug you right away when we're first meeting the kid, which is kind of crazy because how many people do you hug that you have just met? Not very many, especially not your future boss um, or your future guide. You know, you don't necessarily jump right into a physically affectionate relationship. Sometimes that does happen where the children want to climb all over you and love you and hug you. And, and that's normal and fine when they feel safe to do so. But let's not trample over children's natural hesitations. We want them to hesitate before running into the arms of a stranger, right? And even though to you, that person who's important is not a stranger, it might be your mom, it might be your sister, it might be your brother, you want the kid to have a physically affectionate relationship and love that person, right? To give hugs and snuggle and want to be together. But to the kid, they might not remember who it is because they're little. Or even they might be having a bad day. Have you ever had a day where you wake up and you're like, I want no one to touch me? I also have those days, and they're often when I have doctor's appointments, so it's really inconvenient. Here is the bottom line, though. You love your kids. You love the children in your care, and as a compassionate caregiver, we do not force kids to touch another person in a way they don't feel comfortable. So... Whenever you can help it, certainly they do have to get shots if that's what's on the schedule for the day, but trying to find ways to navigate those situations um, will be much easier where they have to do something like get a shot by the doctor or stick their tongue out so the doctor can see inside their mouth. The, those situations will be made so much easier by how you try to never force them in other areas when it's not necessary to hug people. So I encourage you to think about that and find ways to make space for your child to feel comfortable and make space for the adults in your life, model for them that it's okay that this child is not ready to touch them yet. And we encourage that. We support this child because if you don't teach them, who will? Thank you so much for tuning in and listening today. And I look forward to talking to you next week about promoting body autonomy through food. Looking forward to talking to you then. The Compassionate Caregiver Podcast is produced and hosted by Katie Anderson and Martha Tyler. If you'd like to support the show and receive bonus content, please consider becoming a Patreon member. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Compassionate Caregiver Pod and on Twitter at C Childcare LLC. To contact us, email hello at compassionatechildcare.com. As always, thanks for listening.